call it, name it, whatever, middle. <laughs> Make a hole in the okay, middle. So Jackson Smith and Jingba, who's the, the guy at Ohio State, had 15 catches for 347 yards in the Rose Bowl. That's mad shit. Yeah. <laughs> Real. If it was a true Madden stat, it would have been like nine catches for 347. He yeah. would have run around the stadium a couple of times. Um, <laughs> no, but that's amazing. And he announced his presence for next year. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they got him and they got Mar- uh, Marvin Harrison's kid. Oh. I, don't, I don't get excited about the juniors. What juniors ever got you excited? Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What up? What up? And BJ Thomas. We got one more week of this shit show till we get to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, week 18 is just oh my god. I was trying to find the, the games to pick this week, and I, I I told myself I will not pick a cowboy game because if I do, BJ's gonna turn his, his mic off and just run away. So I was trying oh, no. to find games that actually mattered, and it was Slim Pickens. Yeah. They did not, the scheduling did not work out the way they hoped it would. No, so, but we'll get to the NFL later. So we'll, we'll start with college. Um, and speaking of having one, one week left, we have one, one week to, till the championship game. And I'm going to go on record right now and say, I don't care. I really don't care. I've seen this game before. I saw it last month. I don't care. Yeah. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia sucked your whole soul out of you. No, I <laughs> We we saw we we saw what happens when Alabama played Georgia like literally about a month ago. What has changed since between then and now? Other uh, than Georgia's lost some coordinators. I don't know. I don't think it's ever good to play somebody again. I, don't, I just don't like. Uh, that's why I hate meet like we could meet the Eagles in the playoffs. No bueno. Mm. I don't want to do that. We already played them twice and then play them in back to back weeks at the end of the season. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what they what, could do. It's going to have to be. A, it's going to be a definite schematic change. The athletes are there. It's not like Georgia's defense isn't yeah, as but athletic. They add athletes from December third. Ah, yeah, like I know. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be schematic. I just uh, they're going to have to do something completely different. They're going to have to be original. They're going to have to come up with some kind of. I don't know. They need a minor miracle, in my opinion. But yeah. what do I know? I, I, I know. Vegas, Vegas has them as three point favorite. So you tell me what the hell's going on. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. the only thing that we do know is Vegas knows. Yeah. The thing is, like I said before, um, it just Saban has something mentally over Kirby Smart, man. I, I I think that if this game was a playoff type style to where, like, let's say if it's, you know, if you, you know, the best two out of three wins, I think I think Alabama would, would win every time. It just Saban has something over Kirby Smart. I don't trust Kirby Smart. No, 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 no. Assistant Saban coaches. Has over Georgia. Assistant. Yeah. Well, Georgia's got something over Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know quite what it is. There's some historians that could probably uh, figure that out. But are they saving it up for the big choke again? Is that what they did? Did they beat? Did they knock Michigan out just so they can super choke? Probably. And, and That's what it feels that, like, you know, doesn't it? So, like, everyone gives gives me shit legitimately yourself about Michigan not being able to beat Ohio State. Okay, legit. That's legitimate. They they've beaten them twice in the past 14 years. Okay. When was the last time Georgia beat Alabama? I don't think they have. Probably, probably in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, September 92nd, 2007. Oh, so it has wow. happened before. It must not have meant anything. Well, let me pull it up. Um, yeah. yeah. So Georgia, Georgia was 22. Alabama was 16. It meant something. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Well, I mean, not really. Yeah, let's be honest. That's the thing. That's the thing. SEC schools only play when it means something. Well, they, they are both ranked. When, when they lose, <laughs> it's because they don't want to be there. When they win, it's because it means I, I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why they're five and six in the in the bowl season and won't have a winning record. I don't know. They'll have that trophy though again. Okay, so l- 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 I'm gonna say this, and again, I'm gonna go on record. Cheering yeah. for your conference to win the championship when it's not your team is a lot like cheering your CEO oh, no, no, to get no, no, a bonus no. when you get shit. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not cheering for the conference. I'm cheering for the. No, fact but your that- ilk are. I, there are Gator I, fans out there that yeah, no, 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 Alabama and Georgia. Absolutely not. I'm not cheering for the conference. I'm more or less rubbing everybody's face in the fact that I'm right. That's what I'm doing. Definitely not cheering for the conference. <laughs> but, sticking but there your nose are people in it. out there. There are people out there that go SEC, yeah. SEC. It just means more. And I'm like, you're a Gator fan. You've lost to UCF. <laughs> I don't down. say those things. I don't say those things. Those people are stupid. <laughs> I'd much rather have like, I don't know, anybody but Alabama there. Auburn, Arkansas, it doesn't matter. Anybody in the SEC but Alabama. Yeah, and, and the problem is Alabama is going to be in the conversation as long as Saban, Saban is there. He's not as long as that machine is turning, Alabama will be in the conversation. Oh, yeah. If I was Nick Saban, I would never leave. He could yeah. shoot somebody in that county and walk away. He could walk away. He could shoot somebody, drag the body to the police station, leave it there for them to dispose of. Like, <laughs> let me let me ask you a hypothetical question. In the state of Alabama, if they were voting for president, if it was Saban or Trump, who would win? Oh, see, I don't know, because Saban came out in support of vaccines. So I'm pretty sure Trump's going to win. Trump that, said he took it. What's that? Trump went out and, and said that you know you should take it. They're all I've confused. They, they all they only <laughs> do they only deal with the initial blast. Yeah. Vaccines are bad. Now they're bad. They're bad, and then they, you can't change their mind now. Yeah. It's yeah, whatever Trump says somewhere. initially. Then he's just they latch onto it like leeches. Yeah. It will oh, be neck and neck yeah. though. Oh man, it will be close. It, it would be close, you know, but, you know, I would say this. Saban's the only one who they bought a house for. I don't know. Do they have any pictures of Saban like they do, uh, with his daughter, like they do Trump with uh, his daughter? Because I think that's the kicker. That's going to be the 10% mm-hmm. that wins it for Trump. <laughs> the fact that every picture of her as a preteen is with him with his hands on her hips. Wait, do you so guys both have daughters? Do you guys both have daughters? <laughs> yes. Would you take a prom photo looking type situation with your hands on her hip? No. I just don't see it. I like, I'm not a father, <laughs> but I just don't see me putting my hands on my daughter's hips at 14 years old. Any age. I just don't understand it. Am I being too like weird about this? Somebody hey, tell hey, me. You know, maybe the voters can relate to him. That's what I'm saying. That's ten percent of him over in Alabama is the fact that he might have done some extracurricular activities with Ivanka. We don't know. We, don't yeah, we know. are editing this one, but you know, whatever. Alleged, allegedly, see, you don't have to allegedly. Edit it now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, in, I fucked your brain you over that, play. didn't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm all <laughs> trying to trying to move to the different segment. Yes. Um, no, I, yes. I did it. It's I tripped him up early. Yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but talking about people who just who can't get out of their own way, can can we just talk about Herb Street and Tessator and what they said about the kid, the kids that are opting out? Oh, they're company men. Yeah, they are company oh, men. 100%. That's all it is. They're they're they're, the, they're union busters. That's all they are. They just go in there. And, keep everything the status quo and no that's a ridiculous statement um i wish more players would have i hope more players get on twitter and come out against them saying that yeah. stuff uh no. it's a business regardless of what people think they drag loyalty and dignity and all this stuff into it to keep the kids brainwashed into thinking that all of this shit matters even though it doesn't these bowl games do not matter all they are is auditions and there are some people that don't need to audition anymore <laughs> they've done their auditioning no, you know, and I always go back and BJ, we, we talked about this, you know, over the weekend. I go back to Jake Butt. Jake Butt from Michigan was a phenomenal tight end. Would have been a first round draft pick, probably would have had a phenomenal career, blows out his knee in a worthless orange bowl. 
and is never the same. I think his entire NFL career, because he just recently retired, he had 10 catches total. Yeah, and he was supposed to be, uh, I remember, because I wanted the Cowboys to get him because Whitney was getting old. Yeah, I mean, he, he was great yeah. and just ne- he never materialized because he, c- he couldn't stay on the field. Right. And when he retired, he said, like, my, my knees are jacked up. I can't do this anymore. And so when you see a kid like Matt Corral go out there and just. Yeah, I was upset about that one. For no reason. No reason. He didn't need to audition anymore. He's a Heisman candidate. No, no. Yeah. I mean, look at Ohio State. They, they lost Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. They didn't need to audition anymore. Now, you know, maybe it, had they played there, then the other dude wouldn't have broken all the records. But that's not the point. They had, they had nothing left to prove. No, but they did, though. Yep. No, they didn't play. Like, half no, of the Ohio uh, State offense didn't play. What's his name? And Jenkins Smith, is that his name? Yeah, he's a sophomore. He had to play. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> He he said, "I am number one receiver next year." Everybody see this? Like, <laughs> I am number one. <laughs> I'm uh, the captain now. Was it eleven for two seventy five? Oh, he had more than that. He had like he had three bills. No. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll look it up. He had, uh, funny. he had three bills. I love it. Game. Well, I'll tell you this: like my neighbor across the street's an Ohio State fan, and I texted him like, "Dude, if they're gonna keep covering this dude with a converted running back, just like do the man and just spam him the entire time." <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's where I'm at is if I were to coach football, my whole strategy would be, we're going to do this until you make me not do it anymore. Yeah. So I would have been great at Leesburg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try the left. That didn't work. The right. That didn't work. The middle. Middle works. Keep doing the middle. (laughs) Just keep keep doing it until they figure out how to stop it. You can call it whatever you want. Draw, wham, power, whatever. Just call it, name it, whatever. Middle. (laughs) Make a hole in the middle. So Jackson Smith and Jingba, who's the, the guy at Ohio state had 15 catches for 347 yards in the rose bowl that's mad shit (laughs) if it was a true madden stat it would have been like nine catches for 347 he would have run around the stadium a couple times Um, (laughs) no but that's amazing and he announced his presence for next year that's for sure oh yeah yeah and they got him and they got uh, marvin harrison's kid oh I don't, I don't get excited about the juniors. What juniors ever got you excited? Well, considering Ken he had Griffey, six catches, 71 yards, and three touchdowns in the Rose Bowl, I get pretty excited. Well, pretty <laughs> pretty scared, but that's just not the point. <laughs> yeah, no, I hope so. But let's just talk about this. What junior ever got you excited except for Griffey? Yeah, Griffey's a good one. Griffey's probably the best one. Yes. Yeah. What an athlete. Cal Ripken. Okay, fair. Um. Yeah, I can't think of any – I can't even think of any family lines. How about and I was like, yeah, any and now let's go to the sports that we cover. How about basketball or football? Any of the juniors? Well, Kobe um, Bean Bryant. I mean, he Jelly Bean was pretty damn good. He's not a junior though. I mean, if you go to football, you got Ken. I see Norton what you're junior. saying though. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess you could say you could say Kobe for sure. Uh, how about how about Peyton and Eli? Yeah, they count. Um, I mean, they're they're few and far between, but they do exist. And like the whole line of Matthews people. Oh yeah, the the <laughs> linemen, Bruce yeah, and the all Clay Matthews. Yeah, Clay and Bruce and all the yeah. Had the Clay's father and his uncle were in the league, I believe. Yeah. Chris Long. And then yeah, Chris yeah, the Long. Long the Long family, Long. sure. Um what is about, there a bas- do we have a basketball family? I, the Curries would be it. Yeah, Curry. I can't think got, of a basketball yeah. family. Thompson. Kevin Love. Clay. Clay Thompson. Yeah, I would Clay say Thompson. I would say Lonzo and them, but their dad was garbage. No, their dad their dad was I'm, I'm thinking more Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson played for the Lakers and played an yeah, integral role in championship teams. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I just I'm talking about the ball brothers. Oh no, no, their no. their dad. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah their their kids would be allowed to be in this conversation. Yeah, no. Yeah. Dad doesn't qualify. We aren't talking about YMCA players. Yes, yes, but I think that's, that's about it. Yeah, I think Curry is probably the best just because the sun is so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm sure our listeners will text me, you know, when we I hope post so. this. 
Well, this guy was like, okay, fine. I hope so. You win. <laughs> yeah. What about? I don't think 12? they're gonna. They're gonna. They might find some more obscure ones, but I don't think they're gonna find any better. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, it doesn't get any better than uh, the Dell and Steph Curry because I, I was thinking about Rick Barry and his sons. Um, I mean, they they played in the NBA. Um, like what is John Barry, Brent Barry? Um, yeah, there was a third one. I don't. I forget. Yeah, the third one. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, I think it. I think Griffey would be higher had he not played in the era that he played in. If he played in the methamphetamine era, as opposed to the um, not methamphetamine, speed, whatever it is, the uppers, back in the '60s, if he pay, played back then, he'd been all right. But he played in the steroid era and refused to take steroids. <laughs> so all his home runs are natural. Yeah. Everything he did was natural, and that's yeah, and what's, uh, he's the best baseball player of that era. I, you have a hard time arguing that with me because I'm just going to bring up steroids oh. and shut everything else down. Yeah. Well, and what's really funny about that was, I'm sure you guys remember 10, 15 years ago, they were like, no steroid player will ever get into the Hall of Fame. Freeze them out. They're never getting in ever, 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 ever in the history of never. They're never getting in. Well, they just did kind of their mock voting um, for the, the Hall of Fame coming up now. McGuire. Roger Clements is like, well, Ugh. Roger Clements is like three votes away from it. So like and it. once Clemens gets in, it's the it's floodgates. Over. Put him in an era. Put him in a, a little wing. Dude, put him in a wing. Bra- bracket him off. I don't... Of <laughs> put him in a wing. Baseball likes to segregate. <laughs> segregate the steroid user. Yeah. How many years did they bitch about uh, Roger Maris and put an asterisk next to his 61 because he played more games than Babe Ruth and who didn't play against black people? So just put a freaking asterisk by their name and, who, and yeah. be done with it. And by the way, why do we hate asterisks so much? There should be asterisk on every NFL stat from this year until they change the schedule again. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what's wrong with asterisks. We have to denote changes in certain things. I mean, that's a numbers thing. He had more attempts to accomplish these stats than other players. So we need to yeah. make that well, note. I, I thought it was funny during the, the, Monday, the Monday Night Football game the other day. They were like, well, Najee Harris now has the Steelers rookie uh, rushing record for yards in a season. Okay, that's cool. He played 16 games. Franco Harris played 12. What's your point? Yeah. yeah. As, as long as they bring it up and say, hey, you know, he played less games. But they don't want to do that because Franco Harris doesn't sell. Najee Harris does. And that damn stiff yeah. army threw too. Holy shit. Hey, man, I, I still say Nick Chubbs was better. Might be, but Najee Harris doesn't look like he carries the same weight that Nick, Nick Chubb does. And he threw that stiff arm like that. Yeah. Well, and, and Najee Harris did it. And it was just like he jumped over the guy like he was just jumping over a fifth grader. Yeah. Whereas Nick Chubb did it and he went back a couple yards. That was the difference. Yeah, it was a nice stiff arm. Those Alabama guys, they're awful handsy. <laughs> always throwing them hands around. Speaking of the devil. Mr. Henry's expected back in practice Wednesday. Yeah, I, I saw that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that when you're placed in IR, when they take you off, you have they have 21 days that then they can activate you, but they cannot activate you in that in that 21 days. Which would mean that if they uh, took him off IR on Sunday, he'd be ready for the division game. I don't think it's 21 days because um, who came off for the Cowboys in three weeks? Was it Gallup? Somebody did. I think there's a, a qualification thing. Um, you have to be uh, tested and you have to pass certain things. But I'm trying to think there's a rule change either because of COVID or something else a couple of years ago with the IR. So we, we can look it up. We'll, we'll, we'll move yeah. on to something else as, as you're looking that up. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the NFL uh, playoff picks here shortly. T- Tennessee looks damn scary. So we'll, we'll finish up college football um, for the game that no one gives a shit about. Um, so we are, we have to um, go back with our, our picks. Um, Dorian, you are actually one game ahead for the season for the picks. What? You're 32 and 31 for college. <laughs> well, 500. I yay. am 31 and 32. So look at that. We are mediocre. Congratulations. 
<laughs> so there there was one game on the schedule this week. Um, again, it's a rematch of from like December 4th, I think it was, when um, Bama played Georgia for the SEC title game. Um, again, Georgia is a three-point favorite. Um, BJ is doing his research, so Dorian, I'll, I'll put it to you first. Who's going to win? <sighs> you got to go with roll tide, man. Like I told you before, I'm, I'm, I don't see Kirby Smart, you know, getting the best of Saban. Again, like Saban is big brother. Kirby's little brother. And in most cases, like BJ made the analogy last uh last segment, it's like there's no David and Gal- there's no David beating Goliath here. Goliath is gonna win. We <laughs> just Bama. I got Bama winning. Matter of fact, I got Bama winning by more than a touchdown. I'll say more 10 than points. a touchdown. I see him okay. win by 10 points. I, I could see that. And and that's the thing to me, nothing has changed with Georgia. The the players on the field haven't changed. There's gonna to have to be a schematic change, but I don't think that's gonna gonna really work. So I just I don't see how Georgia can can stop Alabama and can score in the Alabama defense enough. Right. Exactly. So I mean I, I went with Bama again just because you don't pick against Nick Saban. <laughs> Uh, and also too I know, right and also too people say that you know it's 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 hard to beat a team twice but again like if you're a team like like Bama and the way that Saban has them prepared for games like I'm sure he's going to you know go to uh, Bryce and say hey look every this is what you're going to see we've seen their defense before we've seen their schemes like he's going to have uh, Bryce better prepared to face defense i think also too so yeah we keep saying that it's hard to beat a team twice but the lions seem to lose to teams twice every year so i mean and so does jacksonville so i mean i, I really don't get the analogy <laughs> they're professionals <laughs> so imagine we that professionally suck <laughs> exactly so but yeah i don't uh, so, um yeah i don't see now question um are they gonna still roll with uh um georgia still gonna roll with their uh, quarterback uh, what's with, his name Bennett? Bennett? Still? yeah yeah, as far as I know, they're gonna roll with him. And actually, I think he's the better he's the better quarterback. Mm. I think Daniels has has better talent. Bennett has better decision making, mm. and and that's what that's what you need. Exactly. So, BJ, are you gonna make it a sweep with Alabama and, and jinx them? Nope, Georgia by a f- uh, game winning field goal. So you're saying that Georgia wins, but um, Alabama beats the spread? Probably, or Georgia, yeah, Al- Alabama beat the spread. Okay, so we'll go with that. And I, I am actually curious to see what the rating numbers are for this game after, after it happens. And we'll get that uh, the next time that we meet. Um, I'm curious to see if it beats the the, the 15.8, on which was the highest regular season game. I'm sure it will because it's a national championship. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I've heard a lot of people on social media now. It's social media, so take it for what you will. Saying, I don't really want to watch this game because we've already seen it. I found the IR rules. Okay. To straighten that out. Uh, the 2020 season, which was the season of the pandemic, forced the league to modify how they handle IRs. So what they did is... They made it to where you can put them on for three weeks. They're eligible to come back the week, the end of that week, the third week. That 21-day clock you're referring to is 21 days for the team to activate them after they've come off the IR. And and if not, they stay on IR for the rest of the year if they don't make that 21 days. Mm. So that's the 21-day clock you were talking about. And they carry that over into 2021 is what they're doing. Same thing. Uh, it's an unlimited number of players. The minimum, I think, is three weeks. Yeah, if yes, it's a three-week minimum, but it allows them to return in less than eight weeks. The 21-day clock is still active. So, yeah, okay. I like it. So, I mean, and they need this game this week for, for home home field advantage. I forget who they're playing, but we'll look it up during the break. But, 
Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with our NFL coverage. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. Um, so we'll, we'll move into the NFL, and I guess we we have to. I think we're obligated to talk about Antonio Brown. Um, full caveat, full transparency. Antonio, if you're listening, please, please get help. Um, Brandon Marshall is out there. He's dealt with some, some very similar to what you're going through. Please get help. You know, I, we've seen all the memes. You've seen all the jokes. That man needs help, and he needs it soon before something really, really bad happens. Yeah, that's uh, – so – a couple of things. So, like, I was speaking to um, someone privately about the Antonio Brown situation. And one of the things that they said was they said that in their mind, they believe that the things that that are happening to uh, Antonio Brown is, self, is self-inflicted. They said that, you know, they said that it's just karma coming back around to bite him in the ass. My thing is, I don't know, like, outside of what we heard in, in reports and stuff, that stuff could be true. The, 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 the the stance that I'm looking at it is is how you're uh, how you're looking at it. Uh, AK, his actions are not normal, right? So even if so, so like for example, what happened Sunday when he uh, he took off his equipment, you know, threw it down, and whatever, pretty much just like you know, screw everybody, right? It's like even if you have in a, a disagreement with the coach or something like that, there's a certain way that you go about it. Thing is, he's used to having these outbursts, so it's like at at at, at a certain point, it's like, okay, like, is this guy really an asshole or, or is he really like out there? And, and, and it's kind of hard to make that determining factor, especially when you know with someone, there's been reports that he's went to counseling and even yet there's a counselor with their family members who spoke up about AB and was like, hey, like, like he, you know, he's our family, but there is something wrong with him. There, there are some things that he's struggling with mentally. So when you see reports like this, kind of like, hey man, like, I'm not trying to judge a dude. I just wish that the dude get help because obviously his antics, what he's showing, is is, is uh, not normal. So that's that's and, my take on it. And I'm an abscess in all seriousness. I mean, we amateur psychologists, amateur doctors, know that he needs help. You're saying that family members know he needs help. So why the hell is he still playing football? Why if he if he needs mental help, which again that's the caveat we're going with. If he needs mental help, why is he playing a game where people can come up and hit him in the head? I mean, talent outweighs everything right i mean look at no, greg no, Hardy. No, i don't care i don't care about teams signing him that's okay. their own thing why is he playing why is he being allowed from his family out on that field if they truly care about his mental health and they know he goes out there he gets smacked in the head and it can change him why is he still there Good question. i mean yes you, you can make all the arguments in the world that he's had all these antics and they've given him second third fourth fifth chances so he just he can it's like a like a toddler. If you don't punish them, they'll just keep escalating, escalating, escalating. That's fine. You can make those excuses. We again, amateur psychologists, amateur doctors, saw what what he was before the perfect hit and have seen what he is after the perfect hit. And again, if the reports are coming out that he's has sought counseling and that his family's like, look, you need help. We can tell this game is doing something to you. You need help. Don't need the money. Hell, if you need the money, there's other ways to do it other than playing football or getting into a boxing match with one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> do something that doesn't hit, have you get hit in the head. <laughs> that is that fake? That, that, that is fake, right? That, that's a joke. 
by him. I, I haven't heard it being reported yet. I've I've, yeah. I've heard it kind of circulate <laughs> on social media. I haven't seen any incredible sources. It would not surprise me. I mean, Pac-Man Jones just did uh, a boxing match, I think maybe like a week ago. Um, and we know the situation that happened with Pac-Man Jones. So, um, man, <laughs> uh it's, it's just a tough situation, right? Like, like even uh, I was telling BJ, like, um, I knew of an individual who who committed uh, suicide, unfortunately, about was it like eight years ago? And like the same things that Antonio Brown is doing, this gentleman was doing as well. Like as far as like 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 acting out, right? And, and I don't want to say acting out the point where like he's doing it for attention, but obviously there was something wrong. So that's why for me personally, it was like, it's like, man, like, like, I know I didn't feel comfortable like harping on AB because it's like, you know, if he doesn't get help, something will happen to him either from somebody else or to himself, you know? So also I'm just like, well, you know, dang, man, like I didn't like, I just felt weird about situations. So I found myself in circles to where, you know, people felt comfortable, you know, labeling him certain things and it's like he could be that but from like from the eye test of what i've seen and the things that has transpired it was like there were rumors that that i read that he was going through a you know um custody situation with with one of the mothers of his children like it's just like different things and it's like people handle different stresses differently some people can like you know smoke a blunt and be like you know screw it all I'll this figure was, it out. all this stuff was happening before he got hit by perfect it was just under wraps with the steelers organization that's gotcha. it it. we can say it's perfect we can say it's this is because that's funny it's it's a joke the hit wasn't funny it was illegal but it's a joke the fact of the matter is maybe he's just an asshole mm-hmm. you ever think of that i'm looking at an article here from sporting news one of brown's former teammates told jeremy father the issues between brown and the steals have been brewing for years brown regularly showed up late to team meetings occasionally clashed with players most notably roethlisberger uh, Mike Tomlin seemingly let a lot of Browns behavior slide because he was one of the most productive offensive players in the league. Uh, the organization well, finally I, got to I, his boiling point uh, after a heated disagreement with the teammate and missed multiple meetings and practices for the Steelers Week 17 game against the Bengals, and he was not active for that contest. I, I go back to when you raise kids. If they act out and you don't punish them, they will continue to act out. Yeah, there's a whole. I just clicked. There's a whole article on ESPN here from 2018 about what got him kicked out. He threw a football but, in anger at one of his teammates and went on a walkthrough. But again, I go back to my point. If I mean, we can all agree he needs some type of mental health counseling. Or or he's just an asshole. Well, because he, this, even this is the whole thing. This is the whole thing nowadays. It's like maybe he's mentally ill. He might be, or he's just an asshole. <laughs> well, even 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 if he's an asshole, you go through mental health counseling and go, okay, this is how you not become an asshole. Well, <laughs> this is an unpopular opinion, but I was told by somebody that we both know who uh, worked in the psychology field that uh, and he told me he'd deny this if I ever told anybody. <laughs> he said, BJ, after working in the field for almost 30 years, there are some people that are just throwaway people. Not worth saving with them, not worth working them, working with them. Wow. I can understand that. I can um, see that. I, he... He very, he's I'm not, not saying um, he is. I'm just right. saying these people exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, so, but, but, but even if you are an asshole, right? I don't know. It's like, is there like a spectrum of like, like solid asshole or like asshole borderline crazy? Which I'm not calling them crazy, but I'm just saying like, is, is there like some type of spectrum where like, okay, you're an asshole, you're the ultimate asshole. And it's just like, there's something that's missing upstairs. Okay, see, there, there's a line between I'm an asshole, I'm going to go on Facebook Live and, and record our um, 
post-game locker room speech. That's assholeish. I'm an asshole. I'm going to throw a beer can at a moving truck. That's assholeishness. There's something screwed up with you when you just literally walk off the field, walk away from your job shirtless and think that's okay. I'm pretty sure he said, fuck all of you. And that was, he separated himself from the team that moment. So I don't think there's any, that, <laughs> that, was, that was not a mental health problem. That was a fucking statement. Fuck you. Fuck this team. That's what he said. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, can't even read, is, I can't even read lips. What, what caused it? What was the, what was the catalyst for that? Oh, we'll never know because Antonio Brown's team is throwing out shit and uh, the NFL is throwing out shit. And the Bucks are throwing out shit. It's, all, it's just going to be a, a, a smoke screen for a couple yeah, of years until the, the book comes out. Because yeah. I've heard, well, he, he wasn't getting the sketches for the bonus. You're going to tell me that if Brady found out, hey, look, you're five catches away from your bonus. You're a TD away from your bonus. You're 30 yards away from your bonus. <gasps> Brady knew. feed him. Brady got him 1.5 last year. Brady force fed him yeah. last, last week and got him 11 catches to get him yeah. to this point. Brady, Brady knew. Brady so I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now they're saying now, it was an ankle injury thing that he they really were trying to put him in the game. Cynics leaving the field. I don't think his ankle yeah. hurt. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: I can mess my knee up, and I can walk, run, and jump forward. As soon as I try to do anything sideways, I'll fall on the ground. You mean like so, he was doing when he left the field? I'm, what if he heard it the other way? So I just I, I don't want to no, assume. No. I know I can predict what? his condition from there. What and there's, that is, there's that, a lot of that, things that there's a lot of things that you can do on a field, <laughs> but you can't run routes. What if he can't go out there and run routes? He can hop, skip, and jump, but he can't cut properly. Now, I, the, the ankle thing to me is him trying to not have his contract voided. Yeah, it could be. It very well could be. But I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility, and it's probably one of the more likely stories, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, the, 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 the incentive thing, I just don't see anybody let that happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently there was another report that uh, said that um, he had a conversation with Brady and – and he pretty much told Brady, like, oh, yes, yeah, so I see you feeding your boy. Good, talking about Grunk. He was like, come on, man, like, you know, chill the hell out. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, go ahead and feed your boy. And then, like, he started to get upset because he felt as if uh, Brady shouldn't went to him early, but Brady was going to Grunk. And there was an issue there, which I don't know if that's true or not, but but that's reports came out uh, uh, with that as well. He's like six six, and he's huge, and he always catches the ball. So if I need seven yards, and he's even remotely open, I'm gonna fucking throw it to him. I really don't care what you think. Right? You know what I mean? Right. That's why he's there. And the reason you're in Tampa is because you can't get along anywhere else. Yeah, that leaves me no question. Is he done? Is he done in the, in the NFL? Who's gonna take a chance on him? the Jags? <laughs> Well, okay. Somebody told me one time that if the Jaguars were smart, they got to hire this person for a coach, this person to change the culture. Well, if they were smart, they wouldn't have hired Urban Meyer to start to begin with. So yeah, the, the Jags are a good, good landing spot for Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, they yeah. should just they should call up they should call up Barnum and Bailey and see if they can put a roof on that fucking arena. Is what they need to do. Hey, no, <laughs> hey Barnum and Bailey doesn't exist anymore. Well, they, they got a lot of extra canvas around to put that roof up there. <laughs> Look, if the because that is a circus. Meyer, that place is a circus. <laughs> if they still had Urban Meyer's coach, yes, Antonio Brown would have a job in, in Jacksonville. But I think Shaq Khan, he's how, already getting his ass reamed, reamed out about keeping Trent Baalke, which he's going to end up. How do you pin off. that whole season on Urban Meyer and keep that GM? Right, exactly. And so so eventually he's going to have to get uh, rid of Trent Walsh, which I think he will. With I, hey, I don't think Shaq Khan can afford to bring in Trent, AB. Trent, ba Trent Baalke caught Shaq Khan in a massage parlor. That's what happened. <laughs> 
That's why he's still there. <laughs> so, I, I, so, so, so here's a question. Here's a question. Which happens allegedly? First? Allegedly, which happens first, Antonio Brown to Jacksonville or To to Tampa? I, mean, I, I don't even it. know why I question that because this is way more likely that Antonio Brown ends up in Jacksonville. To, <laughs> and you know what's funny though is To would probably do more in the last four games of the season than Antonio Brown do all next year and get paid by Jacksonville. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, they, they're sleeping on To. To's better than most people's third or fourth receiver. Yeah, yeah I bring this up because To's sure. like begging Tampa to sign him. <laughs> like, hey, you got a free roster spot? I'm here. <laughs> to's like a mini tight end, dude. Yeah. Even if he's not still like four four fast, if he's four six fast and he can get his hands on the ball, he's hard yeah. to bring down. He's not a fumbler. You know what I mean? No. He's he holds on to the ball and he runs tough. Like I don't know, man. That's why that's what bugs me about Des. Bryant. Des Bryant runs hard as hell and nobody attacks the ball better than him. They're they're much better route runners, much better athletes, but when the ball's in the air, Des goes up there like his whole life depends on it. Yeah. So I just don't know why Des isn't on the field helping somebody in certain situations and he runs tough. Des runs like a running back. So it's yeah. very frustrating not to see Des on the field. Yeah. And didn't Baltimore sign him? Yeah. And it didn't work out. Work out. And then he signed with the Saints when Drew was still yeah. okay and then blew his leg out or something. It was just, it was bad. Yeah. yeah well, Baltimore signed up, but they didn't actually sign a quarterback. So that's oh. how they're going to there. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say that shit. <laughs> I don't even know if I should. <laughs> I call the guy the best running back to ever play quarterback and I still pick his team. You're damn right. Cause he's exciting. He's got the it thing. I'll tell you that it thing's dangerous, especially when it's cold. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch them I'm telling you so i want to want to bring up the playoff standings for right now and so uh, first things first before we get into this congratulations to the cincinnati Bengals for actually doing what i didn't think was possible they won the division this year um they have a outside outside chance of actually getting the number one seed so good on them um, by the way clap it up to the gms that paired college quarterbacks with their number one receivers because Jalen Waddle and Tua worked excellently, and uh, Chase and Burrow worked excellently, and there's one more I can't think of who it is. It was Hertz and um, Smith. Smith, and, and that worked out all right. That's working out nicely. So, so you know, bravo so to those people, GMs. We, we might me again what podcast brought that up before anyone else was talking about it. Oh, don't choke on ourselves in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so a, a question for you. Who wins more Super Bowls in the next 10 years? Our logo is going to be a peacock <laughs> strutting around with his fucking tail out. <laughs> Who wins more Super Bowls in the next 10 years? Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes. Oh, fucking neither. Neither. That an answer? Uh, you know, Bengals aren't going answer. to the Super Bowl. Are you crazy? <laughs> but not this year. The Bengals are the NFL's Georgia. <laughs> yes. Hmm. You crazy. If that shit happens, I'm going to stop watching football. It's rigged. The well, franchise I mean, is garbage. The whole franchise is garbage, except the guys on the field. Yeah, I mean, but the, the Burrow to Chase connection is damn fantastic. The Burrow to everybody. He's got three number one receivers. Yeah. Tyler Boyd would be a number one receiver on like six teams. And then you got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, who are just amazing. Jamar Chase took that ball, made one move, split the defense, and outran everybody. Yeah, we, we were joking that, yards. That, you know, that the Smith and Jigba guy at, at Ohio State was playing Madden. No, Jamar Chase was playing Matt. Yeah. That was the I caught the ball, I am gone. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit the turbo button and I'm gone. Well, one of my friends was like, Yeah, he's young. <laughs> he just <laughs> he, he saw that gap, was like, sure, got it. Five <laughs> years. He'll be thinking about that and be like, Oh, I'm just gonna I'm, I'll go. Well, catch me, it's fine. <laughs> 
but also too with the Bengals, man, they have a, a solid running game. Joe Joe Mixon. No, he's yeah, good. He's tough to bring down. Man. No slouch. Now, they're a good. If he, they're a good team. I just yeah, they're the Bengals. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, somebody told me earlier that the Browns of yesteryear, or not the Browns of this year, but the Browns of this year still suck. So, I mean, go figure. They are the Browns of this year. <laughs> <laughs> they they sprinkled a little hope on it and then just blew it off. No yeah. hope. Seven and nine. Good job. Baker being Baker being Baker. Look at that. You know, he's been playing injured all year, but I didn't like him when he was healthy, to be honest with you. I, well, Nick Chubb's, I, I the, Nick it, Chubb's the best player on that offense. Well, and I said that last night. I'm like, okay, your quarterback is broken. We know your quarterback is broken. You have one of the best running backs in the league who's averaging seven yards a clip. Why are you throwing the ball? See, yeah. that's funny. You didn't give me any context for that. So I thought you were talking about Roethlisberger and Najee Harris because that quarterback's <laughs> broken too. And he was averaging about five yards a year. So I was like, <laughs> who the hell are they talking about? That game, man, that was tough to watch. I'm not sad to see Ben Roethlisberger go. Don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he got way more of a career than you probably should have had, to be honest with you. Well, and, and he he's a really, really good game manager. He never really had the huge, strong arm to just. I'm talking about his dating field. skills. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going there. Yeah, I was talking about. I don't like cornering a woman in any room, much less a bathroom. You know what I mean? Like a woman you're not really sure what's going on, and make them feel uncomfortable, then you corner them in a bathroom, exactly. and you're like He's a six, six seven five, huge, yeah, like you, can't, dude, you are a doorway. Yeah. She's not getting around you. Um, where do you think you're going? Um, nowhere, I guess. Exactly. Um, okay, it's too early for the show. That was probably the best oh. footwork of his career, and it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> On the damn motorcycle accident. Yeah. Uh, athletes and motorcycles, you're kind of getting what you asked for there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, you're, if you're, you didn't learn from Jay Williams, you're not going to learn. This is your whole life right here. This, this mm. whole body you were given. No motorcycles. No skiing. No, no roller skates. I don't care. I don't I don't care. No rules. No, no roller skates, dummy. Put your feet <laughs> on wheels. No no roller skates. No roller blades. No wheelies. No heelys. No I'm, trying to, I don't get I'm trying to get rid of trampolines. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Think I'm playing. I've seen some dumb shit happen like, on trampoline. I've been part of some dumb shit happen on trampoline. You miss time that bounce and not know what you're doing. You send somebody to the moon. <laughs> it's like you just signed this contract. Here's a PlayStation. Sit your ass at home. You ever heard a kid hit the ground off a trampoline? Yeah. Oh, here's <gasps> yep. the air just leaves. Fake <laughs> <laughs> hates the body. <laughs> Oh, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the playoffs now and we'll, we'll get to our picks in, in a minute, but I've got the AFC playoff picture up now. So uh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo are your division leaders. Um, the first three have already clinched. Buffalo is still tied with, with New England for the AFC East. Um, and the last few playoff spots are Indy, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Steelers. So mathematically have a chance, but they require Jacksonville to beat Indianapolis. <laughs> ah, yeah. no. And Indianapolis <laughs> needs the game. No, absolutely not. So but based on that, what kind of what, what playoff matchup are you guys most looking forward to in the AFC? If things stand as they are now. Yes. Um, we'll see who would play here. It goes down to eight, right? So, no, it goes down to seven. So if it's seven, it, that's right. So it'd be uh Chargers. Chargers and Bills. Yeah, I'm, Patriots. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say the Chargers. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say the Chargers win, knocks out the Raiders, and Chargers are in, and Colts are in. So the the matchups would be if it's the way it is right now: Kansas City, Chargers, Cincinnati, Colts, and then Buffalo, New England. Uh, Buffalo, New England for the third time. That'll be nice. Yeah. You think Mac Jones nice. will throw more than three passes? He better because he got their ass whipped last time. <laughs> 
Oh, Josh Allen's right. a different animal, guys. Yeah. That's a different animal. He's pretty darn athletic. He's got quick, good feet, throws the ball well. He seems mm-hmm. to be getting better. Yeah. That guy's weird. How long mm-hmm. can he realistically do this, though? I believe I put that in a tweet a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Bill's Mafia did not really want to want to answer because they didn't want to cry. So, yeah, because you're shortening his career every time he rushes for 100 yards. I'll tell you that. That's a lot of hits. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. So, again, if it stays the way it is now, a Kansas City. Los Angeles Chargers third game this year. Yes. Mm. Me up for that. Chargers have played Chargers of all the playoff teams may have played the worst back half. They're probably the Cowboys of the AFC. Yeah, that, but that game the other week when they played play Kansas City, that was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was fun. I'm yeah. just saying they've played the worst back. They have not played well. Yeah. So they they the were leading the division at one point. <clears throat> well, and and it helps when Kansas City ran off what seven or eight straight wins. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. So NFC is basically set. You've got Green Bay, the Rams, Tampa, Dallas, Arizona, San Francisco, and Philly. Um, mathematically, New Orleans could get in instead of San Francisco, but you're, you're talking just crazy shit happening. And then you also, you, you're relying on Ian Book or Trevor Simeon to, to win a game. So I'm just going to assume San Francisco makes it in. Mm-hmm. So same question. Um, based on those matchups, you got the Rams versus the Eagles, the Bucks versus the Niners, and the Cowboys versus the Cardinals. No, the Cardinals game doesn't bother me. You saw the second half. I don't know what the hell happened that first half. I can't even explain it. I don't even know. Don't care to even think about it. Be honest with you. We're going to act like it didn't happen. We're going to, we're just going to not, it didn't happen. How am I supposed Um, to say? It's uh, that, I think that um, that Rams Eagles game, could that potentially be one of those trap games for the Rams? I was looking at that one. I was also looking at the Tampa Bay San Francisco game because I'm oh, looking yeah. at, at team matchups, not not records, not anything. Now, yeah. never pick against Brady. That's why I think you know, Tampa's okay there. But the, the way those teams play, the Eagles too, just line them up 11 on 11. I'm going to give the ball to the running back. You know what's coming. Fucking stop it. Oh, whoa. That, we're talking about a team that went one and four in its own division here. Yeah. I mean, that's the. We're also talking about a, a quarterback that likes to throw pick sixes. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, as long as he keeps giving the ball to Debo Samuel, they got a shot. That dude's. Phew, Debo Samuel's been amazing. But the yeah. last eight games or so, nine games. Oh, yeah. real. But if the Niners get behind. It was, little, it was a little spotty to start. I mean, he was, he was good, but he wasn't like this. The last nine yeah. games have been yeah. top notch. <laughs> Top notch, Debo Samuels. Yeah, yeah. So the, the problem with San Francisco, if if they play uh, Tampa, is the fact that they'd be playing Tampa, yeah. and they're playing Tom Brady, who just seems to find magic in the playoffs. I would sell my whole team. Do you know how lucky we are to be playing in Florida this time of year? You guys have no idea how lucky you are to be playing in Florida. It's it's much better than playing up in San Francisco this time of year. It won't be as windy. It won't be as cold. I would I would pound that into their heads how lucky they are to be going to Florida. Yeah. And no, I'm, yeah, any and, little and, thing. I'm serious. Any little thing. Just you're so lucky. This is going to be much better for our, uh, our brand of football. Yeah, yeah. and and BJ uh, actually to to that point about uh, Debo. It, it's actually to what you were saying. He started off great, um, and then he started to kind of they put him in the backfield more, and his um, receiving numbers went down a lot. So because he started off the season, you know, just getting hundred yard games that you know pretty much consistently, and then they started putting him in the backfield, running them more, and stopped throwing it to him. So I'm gonna put that on Shanahan. I mean, I know, I know they're trying to get their best play of the ball as much as possible, but they're they're hurting the offense. Maybe I was just looking at it from a fantasy perspective. Maybe, oh, so, but um, let's. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, it's just, you know, Shanahan is, 
he he teeters back and forth when it comes to Garoppolo, right? Because like, especially I'm thinking if you have to play Tom Brady from behind, that means that you're going to have to throw more. And it's like, do you oh, trust God. Garoppolo? The thought of Shanahan throwing in the playoffs just gives me the chillers. <laughs> so it's like, run you know, the damn ball. Run it, make it, make oh, it an no. ugly game. Make it as ugly as possible. Just, just run the ball. You know, uh, try to get that front uh, line uh, for the defense for the Bucks. Get them tired. Do some play action to uh, Kittle. Uh, are you, you know, to see if you can get the Bucks off balance. That's that's the only way I see that the uh, Niners win this game. Well, well other than that, are, where are the Bucks looking at on their uh, run defense? Time out. And you know, and I could just see Shanahan going, "Oh, I'm in the playoffs playing Tom Brady. I get to I get to throw the ball, and like he needs new shorts. <laughs> you better be some deacon dunk, you know." <laughs> God. So Tampa's past uh, Tampa's rush offense, rush defense, um, is third in the league. We have 91 a game. Yep. That's- Nothing special, nothing to worry about. So, I mean, in the 49ers, their running attack's not the greatest. I mean, they're using a running back, for God's sakes, to do most of it. Or a wide receiver, (laughs) excuse me. I apologize. Most teams use running backs to run the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Except the Ravens. Thank oh, you. Here we go with technicalities. <laughs> you see, and, and the Rams are only giving up 101 yards a game, but I think because of that, teams don't run against them because yeah. they're they're always so far ahead. Oh. So we'll get to our so picks, and then we'll go ahead. So now, this is shocking. So for as crappy as we are with the NFL picks, BJ has a four-game lead. <laughs> 21, 24, and 36. BJ, look I'll, at you. I'll take it. I'm the least shitty of the shitty. <laughs> so, and the two teams we were just talking about, San Francisco, San Francisco and LA, well, they play this week. LA is a five-point favorite. They've looked so shaky, though. Staffers it's look shaky. Almost, it's almost like their quarterback's arm is fatigued. Where, where mm. have we seen that before with him? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with the Rams. <sighs> I don't want to. I need him to lose. I don't want to. Maybe if I pick him, they'll lose. That seems to work. Like 60% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> seems to be the ML. Yeah. Um, so Dorian, who you got? Man, this is – I think this game is going to be more interesting. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I think that they're, the defense is going to hold up and uh, knock uh, Garoppolo, Garoppolo excuse me, around a bit. So, yeah. See, I don't think Jimmy G's playing. He's not? I, he didn't play last week. He's got the UCL something. And so that's why Ooh. I picked the Rams because I don't trust Trey Lance, like, at all. Oh, they're going to throw the kiss and seek at him. <laughs> they are going to. Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 Mr. Lance, meet Mr. Donald. Enjoy. <laughs> He's going to RP his ass off. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be his new nickname, RPO. RPO. <laughs> I trade fire. And you better read it right. Exactly. You can whole chest came in. Hey, yeah. Jordan, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this. You ever seen, hey, you ever seen like, a, like a four-year-old try to throw a football and just kind of like chunks it? <laughs> pick sixes don't hurt. Aaron Donald hurts. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'll be sad about a pick six, but I'll get over it. It might take me weeks to get over Aaron Donald. Exactly. And he just keeps coming, too. He just finds a way to get through double teams and, like... It's like he doesn't stop. No, I, I think it's, I, Aaron Donald's only six foot. He's my, he's yeah, all right. He's built like but a he's, damn tank. I'm about to say he's yeah, six by six, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's crazy how freaking strong he is. But Al Gennard dropped 60 pounds. That's Aaron Donald. Dude, that is so true. I've, <laughs> I've seen him tackle two men at the same time in the turkey bowl one year. He tackled two men. One was blocking and one was running the ball, and he tackled both of them. <laughs> 
I tried out for a semi-pro team, and he picked me up like a child. <laughs> he busted through the line. He pushed the he pushed the center and guard away from each other like this. Ran through the line, picked me up, and started Legos. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is not for me. You know, there, there's something about a, a nice, a good edge rusher. You know, like Clowney and in, in his youth. Um, you know, the Watt brothers. Edge rushers are great. If you if you're great interior lineman you will own the game yeah oh yeah it's like warren yeah. sapp did yep. warren sapp, um, john randall Vince, yeah john randall i thought randall was more of an edge rusher uh, yeah, he did both, maybe right? maybe early in his career i was pretty sure he played pretty much all over the line yeah he did well i mean i know he could have no i'm not saying he could have i'm saying he did yeah yeah he did. yeah i mean unfortunately there aren't really great nose tackles and uh, just in, interior defensive line. no he's a defensive tackle okay I stand corrected. As we've out. seen, my, my NFL knowledge is not that spectacular with my I'm trying text. to think of who the two uh, edge rushers were when he was there. Because that t- that whole defense was pretty good. Yeah. And yet they that never won a Super Bowl. No, which is crazy when you got Chris Carter and Randy Moss on the other side of the field. And Robert uh, Robert Smith was no joke. No. And that's why when, when uh, Dante Cunningham played for them, I'm just, just throw the ball. Yeah. Like, just yeah. throw it up. Randy Moss will go catch it. So, Chris, yeah. anybody, all of them, they'll all catch it. Oh. Yeah. Didn't they have Jim Klein saucer? Wasn't that the tight end? Sounds right. I don't know if they had him at the same time. I thought it was uh, Brevin Jordan. Was oh, it no, Brevin? we're going to do things. Is it Brevin Jordan? Uh, Cameron Jordan's uh, dad. He was a fullback. Jim Kleinsaucer was a fullback. And judging by his paths, I believe he played back then. Let's see. He was drafted in 99. So, eh, he was there for, he was with the uh, Vikings for 12 years. But you got there. I saw a roster oh. just a second ago. Yeah, I was I was taking a stab at the season. So ninety eight, I think, is when uh, Moss joined them. Okay, so this is the ninety eight roster. Okay, so they had Randall Cunningham, um, Leroy Horde, Robert Smith, Chris Carter, Randy Moss, Jake Reed. That's who we were thinking of. Jake Reed, Jake Reed was a nice Jake receiver. Reed. He's nice. Yeah. I, I remember their now, kick return guy, David Palmer, who played at uh, <clears throat> Alabama. He was a he played quarterback at Alabama at one point. David Palmer, they switched it to receiver. And they've got John Randall listed here as a defensive end. That's not what it said. That you might. I, I told you. I think at the end of his career, he played defensive tackle. Yeah, he played through. He played throughout the line in nose tackle. He he did it all. Now, was there a better intimidator than John Randall, other than maybe LT? Uh, Ray Lewis is pretty good at it. Yeah. James LT. I thought you played. People oh. literally thought that he was going to kill them. Well, here you go. He started defensive tackle for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. And then in 98, okay. 99, and 2000, he played defensive end and went back to D-tackle for 2001, 2002, 2003. So primarily a defensive go. tackle, but uh, just a beast in general. Yes. Okay. And I thought well, he was we, an inside guy. I, yeah. I honestly couldn't remember. I, I haven't slept in months. So. Yeah. But um, we... I, I know. I was Go gonna ahead, say um, another good interior lineman was Cortez Kennedy. Yeah, he yeah. was a tackle. Yep, he was another one of those guys stranded on a marginal team. Yeah, yep. That's tough to watch some of those guys. Well, and the and the problem is when you're that good, you actually raise the quality of the team. So it could be just an absolute shit team, but you raise them to be mediocre. And if and you're you mediocre, you're not picks. getting the exactly. Yep. So it just becomes a problem. It's it's the Red Queen effect we were just joking about earlier. We you know, no matter how, how fast you go on the treadmill, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've got some more games to pick. So the the LA Chargers and, and Las Vegas Raiders games, this is basically a playing game. It's a playoff game in week 18. Yeah. I looked at the Chargers schedule. They started out hot, if I'm not mistaken. And then they did not well, know they lost, playing as consistently. I know they lost to the Cowboys. I mean, we, yeah, but I think we, we were only one of their like losses early. So let's see, one, two, two and one, three and one, four. Let's just do it this way. So they started out, well, they were four and two. They have basically been roughly 500 all season. The yeah. most they've been over 500 is four and two. But they also went through a six-game stretch where they were two and four. And that hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't had a winning streak more than three. They haven't had a losing streak more than two. So they may be the one of the more inconsistent playoff teams. Well, yes. Probably one of the bigger disappointments. I just figured they would have been a higher seed after the way they uh, played last year. Yeah. And started I mean, the and season. Especially with that offense, was, you know, Herbert is is coming into his own. Eckler yeah. is good. Keenan Allen is fantastic. And again, they're middling. If they win, they'll be 10 and 7. Yeah, that's not special. No. That's last year's 9 and 7 or 8 and 8. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the question is, do you have them or do you have the, the Raiders? <sighs> and you talk about an, an up and down season. Yeah. That middle section there. Ooh, five yeah. and now one and five. Game winning streak. Yes, feel the monkeys off their back. They finally able to focus on football. Yeah, they had a bunch of they had a terrible thing happen to them, and some stupid things happened to them. So yeah, kind of feel bad for the Raiders this year because the rest of the guys sure didn't deserve all the shit. No. So I'm gonna pull yeah. for the Raiders. I, I'd like to see the Chargers in the playoffs, but uh, I think I'm gonna put the Raiders in there. Just I feel like they're coming together. The three wins in a row is huge, and they know they need this one. The running game starting to come around the corner a little bit. So I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Raiders. Okay, Dorian. Yeah. Um. BJ read my mind, man. Um, I was I was gonna pick the Raiders too. Uh, I picked Las Vegas because it's like you know their team. You know, the things are starting to click for them. And also, too, we just matter of like, it seems as if they're playing with no fear. It's kind of like they're playing with house money. We don't have coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have like coach. Just make a Vegas yeah. house money reference. Lost one of our, <laughs> lost one of our best, you know, one of our best players got in a really terrible situation. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, lost like they lost their coach. So they got a lot of things going on that I think are really going to gel that team together. So, I mean, chemistry wise, it's probably as good as it's ever going to be for this team right now. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't so. they just lose another uh, wide receiver to a DUI? Something happened, and I'm not. I don't want to. I'm not positive. I know there's an NFL player they got arrested for a DUI. This. Yeah, and he was from the Raiders. I remember making the comment. You know, didn't he just learn? Yeah, Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs yeah. yesterday. It was reported yesterday. Like, now, what are we doing? He may still play against the NFL. I mean, we thought the biggest problem in Vegas would be the players being too close to gambling. It's the extra alcohol that's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be doing it. Jeez. Yeah, I thought for certain the gambling and the escorts out there. <laughs> Shit is legal out there. Yeah. Yeah, they can just do it. They don't have to worry. <laughs> no. Like now they still have to, to hide worry about wives, <laughs> or take them with them. Hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. Jessica, <laughs> you you. Hooker, Hooker, Jessica. <laughs> 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 now this is happening you can either watch or join in it's up to you exactly. if not there's gelato around the corner how'd that go in your house adam um there's michelle? a couch over there hooker hooker <laughs> michelle you really think you're getting the couch after taking your wife to meet your hooker no i, I might get the couch that had you know have an ice pack on my face <laughs> that's a good woman she lets you stay in the house i'll tell you that <laughs> you gotta keep her face if i'm lucky Jeez. <laughs> so anyways we won't we won't talk about dorian's house because i'm not sure i want the answer recorded <laughs> no i mean it's, it's Dorian, a real like, so what it did happen I won't ha- <laughs> no, <laughs> no i won't have a house to go to how about that <laughs> i would have to leave with the person i tried to break <laughs> 
So that's the answer. Wife figure out quickly how to change the codes on the uh, front door. A good wife will keep you there that one night to make sure you aren't out having a good time and then kick you out the next morning. <laughs> hey, hey, honey, go to work and come back and the code, code doesn't yeah, want you to get Yeah, exactly, door. exactly. He don't, she don't want you to leave with the hooker so you can cry on her boobies. <laughs> keep you in the house, let you sleep here. Make sure yeah. you get a little at no nut November action, and then you just go right to work and get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> All right, we can pick games. What, now what, I'm done. <laughs> what's that fire in the front yard? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's everything you own. Like, why does it smell like bleach in here? We're almost. <laughs> so, anyways, so the next game we're gonna pick again. It's a playoff team, New Orleans against Atlanta. And this is what I'm talking about. Is I, I refuse to pick the gal- the cowboy game because I knew BJ was gonna run away like a scared child. Thank so this you. is what we're stuck with. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. You see what you did to me last week, you son of a bitch. And that's why it is. <laughs> Thank you very much. New Orleans needs this. I have a hard time believing that they're going to put a marginal team out of their misery right now. Like New Orleans really needs this. I said marginal team a lot tonight. Average ass. I haven't put an average ass team out of their misery. Like my uh, alternative words? Yes. Like alternative facts. Thank you. Those don't <laughs> exist, though. My alternative words are real. Yes. It's like imaginary numbers. Yeah. Like, what do we do with the oxymorons? I don't get it. Jumbo shrimp, alternative facts. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, who's the starting quarterback for New Orleans? Is it going to be Ian Book? I think it's Book. Let me find out. I just figured the defense was going to carry the day. I just think the defense was playing the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, that's kind of yeah, I figured that's what was good. that was enough to pick that. <laughs> I wasn't even, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't going to get too deep into this one. I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure he's all right. Uh, according to the ESPN, Taysom Hill starting. Oh, Taysom, yeah. I'm taking the uh, Saint. Yeah, going to earn <laughs> oh, that quarterback you, money. Are you saying Taysom Hill is better than Ian Book? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that the Atlanta Falcons won't have an answer for Taysom Hill because didn't he run all over them last year? He had like $40 million, huh? Let's look at these stats for $40 million. It's inflation. Does it buy what it used to? Oh, Oh, Jamie's okay. playing then, right? Okay, so last last time they played Atlanta, they lost. Um, Taysom Hill was two for two for 33 yards and one rush for four yards. Oh. Nice. And by so the way, that was in New Orleans. This game's in Atlanta. Sean Payton get those guys ready to play there. Awesome. They held Brady to the donut. They can hold Matt Ryan to three and win this game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I went the other way because, you know, I, I see Taysom Hill throwing a couple pick sixes or, you know, just giving Atlanta a short field. So I, I went with Atlanta. I wonder if he does that on purpose because he's got some language in his contract about tackles. <laughs> so, so a couple, you know, I mean, he does everything. So maybe he does some tackle incentives too. <laughs> if you make 10 tackles this year, you get a million dollars. Watch this. So if I can do 10 pick sixes. <laughs> no, because you don't get tackle on a pick six. Right. No, I'm talking about him getting the tackles. So the, the final game oh, yeah. is Ben Roethlisberger with um, being as broken as he is with Pittsburgh against Baltimore. I, I'm old enough to remember when this game was a big game and a playoff game. And now it's like, okay, you got a broken quarterback and a running back. Yeah, unfortunately. The Ravens' defense isn't what it used to be either. No. It's 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 one of the better ones in the league, but it's not dominant. Like, a, they're not – the Ravens' defense alone is not going to stop the Steelers. Right. No. Oh, man, I don't know. Lamar looked awful stiff in the video I saw. The last video I saw of him, that wasn't encouraging. I guess I'm going to go with the Steelers. I feel like it's a bad thing to do. You think this has been the last game? Antonio Brown says no. Okay, no. Last game in the NFL. I don't count the European League. No, no. Antonio Brown says no. <laughs> I don't know if that's a concussion speaking or what, though. 
Um, I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, I'm picking the Steelers because I don't think uh, the secondary of the Ravens will have an answer for Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. See, I went with Pittsburgh because it is Ben's last game, and they're going to do whatever they can for him to win against the rival. And basically, since we all three picked Pittsburgh, if you're listening, guys, put all of your money on Baltimore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really should. Because <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and maybe put all the other half of your money on the 49ers. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know anything. But uh, uh, we, 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 for we, you guys, so um, Huntley, uh, the quarterback. Uh, for the Ravens, is he a better quarterback? Like, as far as passing quarterback, than uh, I'm not Jackson? getting involved in that conversation. I, I will. I think. I think he's a better quarterback, a better pure quarterback than Lamar. Okay. I think Lamar brings an extra element that's harder to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm giving somebody an extension, I'm giving it to Huntley because I don't know mm-hmm. how healthy Lamar is going to be in the future. You just said things. Yeah, I, I, I'm married. Things. I open my mouth and say stupid shit and get in trouble for it. So <laughs> yeah, you just said things. <laughs> Dorian, you asked the question. What are your thoughts? Right. It's a, uh, I mean, I I agree with you, AK. Oh, you guys are just. <laughs> So you just said that Lamar Jackson is Cam Newton Jr. Uh, what yeah, else? No, 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 no. Lamar Jackson <laughs> is Robert Griffin the third. No. Oh. I mean, I think I, I I think Lamar is a better passer than than RG three, but it just it's it just like how how Huntley has been able to spread the wealth. It seems if the the receivers, even Andrew, seem a lot happier. It just seems if things starting to flow a little, a little, a little better with Huntley as quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson is the better talent, but as far as the the game progressing and and the certain throws, maybe it's because um, this is like Huntley's first year actually like like starting. So maybe defenses are you know still uh, you know the the jury is out. On, on Huntley overall, but still, it's like it just seems as if they flow a little bit better with him at quarterback. I'm, just I'm my going opinion. to quote, I'm going to quote the great William Thomas. How long can he keep this up? You asked the question earlier about Josh Allen. How long can he keep that up? How long can Lamar Jackson keep up what he does before he loses that explosiveness and has to become a pocket passer? Look, I didn't play football a lot, but I played a tiny little bit. And when it took my little injury four days to heal from getting hit by a 120-pound kid. What do you think that happens when a 240-pound guy hits you about 10 times a game? It's going to stack up. It's going to stack up. And quarterbacks don't necessarily train themselves to take that. Do quarterbacks train themselves? Well, just I like, look at Russell Wilson. You know, I, he I don't know if they just put smart. a barrel in a field with beer and chips and then just throw footballs around. Like, I don't know. Well, no, that's the Brett Favre approach. Yeah. That's, a, that's the good approach. <laughs> that's right. He looks like a lumberjack. <laughs> with a Super Bowl ring and a Hall of Fame jacket. <laughs> oh, he needs to shut up, though. He doesn't need to talk too much. His post-career, not looking. Uh, shut up, Brett. Well, okay, we, we talked about maybe he's just an asshole. Who's a bigger asshole, Brett Favre or Kurt Schilling? <laughs> because Brett Favre's an asshole, but he can at least visit the state of Rhode Island. Right, like Kurt Schilling is so unapologetic with it. Like, yeah. like I just don't care what I did or how it affects anybody that it affected. I don't care. Yeah. That's what I get from Kurt. <laughs> That's the feeling I get from Like oh, no. Favre stole uh, PPP money um, for whatever small business he had. Schilling stole millions of tax dollars from Rhode Island and just never gave it back. It's like, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> hey, just for the, for the listeners, new thing we're doing here. If, uh, 
if you catch anybody in job advertisements online talking about, are you sick of lying around and living off of government money? Make sure to look up their company in the PPP loan uh, database and then post their information right under it if they took a loan out because apparently they like living off the government too. It's my new hobby. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. Excellent. You know, and, and it's funny, along those lines, my wife was watching something on the Food Network a couple of days ago um, and these like high profile chefs um, own multiple restaurants around the country um, and they were discussing and showing what happened when COVID happened and how they shut down. They didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know how they go to keep the lights on and they, they showed all four of them just sat down and went, okay, what can we do? What can we do to generate revenue? You know, who can we contact? You know, what, what business plate can we play? And they figured it out. And I got to talking to my wife and was like, what they did is what every other small business owner should have done is shit's broken. We don't know what's going on. What can we do? What, what, what do we need to do ourselves to reach out? Who do we need to talk to? What do we need to do to, to make this successful? Instead of sitting around belly aching about, oh, the government's shutting me down. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Get your ass out there and do the work. Yeah. The restaurant I used to work for pivoted to take out food so fast. <laughs> It's like, yeah. they, it's like they were thinking about it or something, like a lightning bolt. They had tents set up out front and contactless stuff. It was good. I was proud yeah, of it. Yeah, and, and they were they were showing, I mean, these restaurants, they're not used to takeout because they're like high-end restaurants. They said in a week, they figured it out. Yeah. So and like, look, shit happened. We all went through COVID. It all sucked. Those that survived figured out a way to get all the way through it and didn't bellyache and bitch that, oh my God, the government's going to come for us. Oh my God, they're making me wear a mask. Well, you know what? Pivot, figure it out. You know, all, all those business majors you made fun of because they have a business degree and they're nerds and you didn't like them in school. Well, you know what? The reason why they went to school, <clears throat> they figured out how to make a business plan and they know what to do. Right. Sorry, I'm, I'm done yelling. <laughs> no, man, you got a point, man. It's like, um, there's a book that, um, that I started um, reading or actually... I was in the process of starting to read. And it's about 50 Cent, right? And, you know, people can talk their shit about him. But the one thing about it that people can't deny is that, like, when he has his mind set on something, like, it it, it happens. And, and one of the things that he talks about is being able to make something out of out of anything, right? Because he's like, he said, because the average person, he said, they don't like to work. And what he means is that, hey, like, if there's some type of crisis, you know, you know, the average person may expect someone to give them a helping hand. He said, me, on on the other hand, I came from uh, a place or a mindset to where there's nobody in this world is going to help you. Nobody cares about you. And, and he said that what helped propel him for success because he said, he says, I don't look for anybody to help me because he said me complaining about shit. He said, I'm just, I'm just like, you know, a person who's, who, who can't do anything. So he's like, once you get into the mindset of there's nobody in this world that's going to help me, either I help myself or I sink. He said, that's when things start uh, happening for you. And, um, and you know, that's, that's how I look at things. It's like, you know, if, if these businesses like how you were saying okay these businesses came together it's like okay we need to figure out something fast what are we going to do like like we can't depend on the government or anybody else to help us with our business it's our business we have to figure out make a plan and make it happen yeah. you know I, I i hear it all the time when i go out nobody wants to work anymore really because unemployment's pretty low so mm -hmm. a lot of people seem to be working maybe it's because people don't want to work for you anymore no. people have figured mm -hmm. out that how to play the game get a job now but keep looking for something better mm -hmm. and as soon as you find it take it you have no loyalty to your to your you know your business that you're working with this isn't 40 50 years ago where you you got a job out of high school and you worked there until you retired and you moved on it's not, no 
companies don't give a shit about you nowadays. So why are you loyal to them? If you can better yourself, go do it. And that's what people are doing. Absolutely. And yeah, does it suck? You know, you got to wait a little extra when you go to McDonald's or Panera or wherever. Yeah, but you know what? I'm fine with that yeah. because these people are not being abused anymore. They're they're yeah. done. They they are figuring out ways to improve their career and more power to them. Absolutely, agreement. So on on that wonderful note, we'll take a quick break. <clears throat> I noticed BJ was silent during that whole segment. <laughs> I have a sinus headache that it's fucking. It feels like my whole face is gonna fall off. I'm just trying to power through this right now. No, and I had to. I was trying to be polite. I had to clear my throat, but you were in the middle of like a serious thing. So I <laughs> muted the mic, turned the turned the video off so you didn't have to witness all that shit. And then uh, I came back and I, I thought for a split second that you heard all that. But I, I remembered I no. muted the mic. Yeah, I was trying to no, make sure good. I did that. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. My, I can't oh, get the yeah. sinus pressure straightened out. No, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. I had, I had the same thing. Um, just like just like uh, tonight, like my son, um, I took him to the I took him to the his pediatrician because he had a sore throat. And then she was like, you know, there's something going around. She said, um, you know, all you can do is have him take over counter medicine and stuff like that. So it's, it's just something that's out there. It's just, just it's going around, man. Well, like my two-year-old um, on Sunday started to have stomach issues. Doesn't have mm. a fever, doesn't have anything. Just you mean the shit? not keep it. <laughs> yes, he's got the sheets. <laughs> it is screwing up the sheets. Oh, man. So, I, I remember. And, and so now he passed it to the five-year-old. And he's passed it to my mother-in-law, who's in town. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody else going to the bathroom. <laughs> so my, my mother-in-law told me um, after we, I went out on a date with my wife tonight, she's like, yeah, it's coming out both ends. I'm like, you stay the hell away from me. Devil, devil woman. <laughs> yeah, my uh, one of my good friends. Um, I was talking to him the other night. I called him. He goes, "Man, I've been sick." I said, "Yeah, I got the head cold." He goes, "Not me, man. I've been leaking out of my ass for two days." <laughs> I was like, "Oh well, I'll I'll take the head cold. I can work with this. I I can deal. I can do all things with this, yeah. except go underwater. If I were to go to the bottom of a pool right now, I would explode. My whole head would just." <laughs> Right some people get for shoving ivermectin up their ass so yeah <laughs> <laughs> why so liquidy <laughs> you died in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. we'll, we'll get we'll get back to back to the NBA here need to be somewhat serious I don't know why but we just need to be somewhat serious <laughs> the sports thing oh, and, sorry. and sorry guys and and we're back um <laughs> technical difficulties anyways well <laughs> we got a few minutes about the nba so dorian i'll ask you um again <laughs> is lebron james done uh no um i think he has another year but here's the thing i don't think i won't be surprised if lebron james goes to another team Here's my thought on that. This is the reason why I say that. He's not Liza Manila and he's going to have five different wives. I'm sorry, Liz Taylor. He's not going to have like six <laughs> wait, or seven different husbands. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. He's averaging 28 and a half, seven and a half, and six and a half. We're talking about is this man done. He's done yeah. as a GM. Absolutely. Yeah. He should be he's fired. He should be tried for this shit. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, um, I mean, no. Athletically, come on, guys. 
Yeah, you know, oh, no, no, I don't think he's done, but I do think I, I give him maybe another year or two because he he's gonna get to the point where he's gonna be like, well, damn, man, like I can't keep carrying someone. Like I need somebody to carry me, or I need someone that you know that I can just like you know give the ball to and just you know you know have him get his while I you know what I'm saying take a couple of the games off, which he was trying to do that with with uh, with Anthony Davis, but as you see, AD isn't the the AD that everybody. Thought that Why doesn't he, he stay out of the front office? Yeah, that's true. I believe it. I mean, you know, he's been uh, granted privileges uh, of becoming GM. And it's, Are you, you saying know, he's privileged? Um, when it comes oh. to the you, nope, I'm, nope, don't do it, don't do it. There's <laughs> no, 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 I'm there's no right answer. There's no right answer. You're either gonna piss this white people off saying. or black people off. You better shut up. I'm telling this you. I'm when I tried. Remember, I tried. To, when it comes to play GM, he does have the privilege of making decisions, but he earned it. He 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 earned it. It just he's not as smart as GM as. That's like saying Kobe Bryant earned that forty million dollar contract he got the last two years. Didn't mean it was any good. He just was you know was they were paying from the past performances. <laughs> I mean, I mean, his last game, he had 64 points. So he, uh, yeah, I'm you know, what, 30? Whoa, 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 whoa. That, I'm sorry, I hate when people like, <laughs> I jacked up so many damn shots. Look, man, <laughs> you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, but maybe the, the, the when they're alive, they shouldn't make ill truths. <laughs> yeah, but that's still, dig it up, Matt. Adam's digging, Adam's digging it up right now. Yep. He took like, <laughs> dude. He took like thirty-five shots. Oh, easily. <laughs> but he's shots. being authentic to who he is, though. That's Kobe. <laughs> Kobe's gonna take. That's our point. <laughs> Selfish and egotistical. I think that's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. You know. I don't remember back in the day. Did Jordan take those amount of shots too? Oh, no. I don't think he's in his, in he his early more. years. He did. Take a less shot. Look, that, that all star video where they catch Jordan in the locker room talking about him. And he says, well, That little Laker boy doesn't uh, don't let nothing come to him, does he? He just goes out and takes it. <laughs> in Jordan's early years, he would um, just chunk up shots left and right and then he realized I can't keep doing this and be successful yeah so Kobe was 22 so, of 50 yeah 22 yeah, of get 50. 60 points 50 that's two games of work for 90% of the NBA <laughs> that was the entire team going Kobe go just 22 just, yeah. I, I'm 50. here to yeah he was six those of twenty-one are, from the three-point line. Those are James Harden numbers. Twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one. <laughs> he, yeah, man, it, he it probably he probably got in his car, started the car up, and had just the wrist wouldn't stop moving. Just kept trying to drive. His wrist just wouldn't stop. Had to reach over and shift. <laughs> It's <laughs> so, so funny. People are like, well, I saw Kobe's last game where he scored 60. Did anyone else shoot? Well, <laughs> funny you mention that. The other starters took 27 combined shots. Yeah. 
They were like, Kobe, this is your game. Go. We're out of the playoffs. Just just go. The whole team took 35 shots. Um, Kobe took 50. <laughs> That's all you need to know about that 60-point game. For comparison. <laughs> for comparison. The Jazz took 83 shots. The Lakers took 85. <laughs> the most attempts on the Jazz were 15. 15. Come on. Like, that was all show. You got 60s in in the final. They were 17 and 65. Literally nobody gave a fuck about that game other than the fact that it was Kobe's last game. This game. Yeah. So, I never, I don't put anything on that game at all. I don't put anything on that game at all. Because. It's not like a a YMCA experience game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. See, in the Jazz were forty and forty-two. What did they? Yeah, care? I think they were out of the playoffs. Yeah. What did they care? Yeah. I I just can't. You can't when you say Kobe, don't bring that game up. He, he scored eighty-one. And you know he took fifty shots. We haven't even mentioned the fact that he also took twelve free throws. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> Like, this isn't legendary shit. This is like, all right, this is definitely going to be about me for the next two hours. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> so it's like a, like so a Hollywood Mel Gibson movie. It's all about me. I'm just just focus on me. Yes, me, <laughs> me. What'd you say, Dorian? No, I was going to say who who's worse between Kobe and and Iverson. As far as taking taking the most shots, I think Iverson did it because he didn't have any. Anyone else? Kobe yeah. had other people and was still. T- Who else was down. on that Philly team? Was it like Aaron McKee? Oh damn! Damn, son. <laughs> Snow, Aaron McKee, the Kevin Tumbo, Jumaine Johnson. What happened to him? Jumaine Johnson. Yeah, Jumaine yeah, my Johnson. Point is still valid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt Geiger. Okay, you're not dissuading my point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so the year the year they went to the finals here. Let me pull up the roster for for all to see. Ooh, Kobe's a better shooter by field goal percentage. Roger yeah, so, 42 25 to 44 7. Uh 447. So yeah, here's the roster the year the 76ers went to the finals with Allen Iverson. Raja Bell, Rodney Buford, Speedy Claxton, Matt Geiger, Tyrone Hill, AI, Jermaine Jones, George Lynch, um, Aaron McKee, I was right, Rashad McLeod, Dikembe Mutombo, Kevin Ollie, Pepe Sanchez, and Eric Snow. That roster is definitely better than Kobe's last year of the Lakers roster. <laughs> Once you said Tyrone Hill and Dikembe Mutombo, that killed that whole Lakers roster. <laughs> that that roster is almost as bad as the 2007 Cleveland Cavaliers roster. Let's see: Kobe Bryant, D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, Roy Hibbert, Larry Nance, Marcelo Huertas, Tariq Black, Ryan Kelly, Brandon Bass, uh, Robert Sacre, Lou Williams, and Metal World Peace. Uh, the last four did not even play. Thanks. So he's basically out there with the middle school team. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
because Julius <laughs> Randall was not this Julius Randall, and the Julius Randall of last year is not this Julius Randall. Mm. Julius Randall's got yeah. some things going on. But look, look at the roster when when LeBron made the finals the first time back in Cleveland. Shana Brown, Daniel Gibson, Drew Gooden, Larry Hughes, Drew Dudas Algastas, Damon Jones, Dwayne Jones, Danielle Marshall, Ira Newbell, Alexander Petrov, Scott Pollard. Now there's a there's an all-star for you. Eric <laughs> Snow against popping up. <laughs> Anderson Fairchild and David Wesley. Wow. Bro. Kobe was three shots off the record for most threes in a game <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> we cannot talk about this game. He was second <laughs> until until probably somebody from like the Hawks are jacking threes up. Yeah. No, it's Harden. Thompson. I was right. Those are James Harden numbers. Thompson at 18. Well, Harden's got most of them. First is Thompson with 24. Then you have two James Harden 23s. Steph's 22. Marcus Smart's 22. Marcus Smart. Did he make any of them? 20. Who let him do that? (laughs) Was that the game that Brad Stevens just said, fuck it, I'm moving to the front office? Two more. Yeah, probably. Two more 22s by Harden. So he's got two 23s, two 22s. And then it's uh, Curry, Danny Green, 21. Buddy Heald, what? 21, Kobe, 21, and Damon Stoudemire, 21. I don't mind uh, Steph taking threes. If he wants to take as many threes, as just go. Just have fun. Just I trust you. You're fine. James Harden, dude, you better be hit a, a, the first couple, or otherwise you're you're going to the lane. Nah, dude, it, buddy, healed. Just just stop, please. I was surprised oh. that in 2005, David Stoudemire put up 21. Like that I'm was not, before you know all this. Cocaine that man was on. Yes, but that was before <laughs> all of this, all the shooting craze. <laughs> so you know, I like Kobe, but we, that last game really bugged me. That was just. You see Mike doing that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like LeBron, Larry, like nobody does that. Kobe no. does it. So yeah, not my favorite Kobe Dude, move. Mike, Mike didn't even do that when he played for the Wizards, which we try to block out those years. Well, the more things I read about that, I don't even think they're trying to pass him the ball. Because Mike yeah. didn't look at them as any kind of value, so. He didn't really want to give the ball back. Would Apparently. You... Yeah, you, this, that's the problem with basketball is at some point you have to make your other team, other parts of your team a threat because if they're not, you're in a lot of trouble or you yeah. do what Kobe does. Right. Actually, Jerry what? Stackhouse made that same argument to Michael Jordan and when they were playing in, uh, in the Wizards. He was like, he was like, are you like he was the only other uh, player that was like, yo, are you going to fucking pass the ball? Like, yeah, we get it to Jordan, but, like, you're not who you were. Like, like, like I can pretty much, you know, uh, guard you now and this, that, and the third. Apparently, that uh, conversation had took place in Washington. So. Yeah, th- that didn't work out too well when Nick Anderson said it, but that was also six years before that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. Well, Nick Anderson. <laughs> ugh. Thanks and everything, but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, Missed free throws. Ill-timed comments. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's a man should keep his mouth shut. Please. Yeah. Please. Just <clears throat> no thanks. <laughs> so in, in the few minutes left while we're talking about the NBA, um, Clay's coming back, supposed to be back on Sunday. Why are we even gonna watch? Once he's back, it's over. With the way Steph is playing, the whole team, the whole team, the whole team is running at at, uh, the top end of their abilities right now. They're going to be a real problem. Yeah, and they're getting their best defender and second best shooter back. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you you think they're going to be they'll win they'll win the finals over either Brooklyn or the Bulls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, um, I mean, I wouldn't count out Milwaukee, man. Um, Mil, I think, I think Milwaukee still has a chance to come out of the East. Um, count everybody out. Alabama is back. That's the kind of situation we're dealing with here. Yeah, like this, I, well, yeah. This is Alabama yeah. and everybody else is trying to see who's going to play Alabama. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I can see Milwaukee winning the East. Um. Um, I saw some things when they played the uh, Nets that last game. Um, Giannis is a problem, and 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 I know that Kevin Durant is probably one of the most or one of the best offensive players we've seen in the last maybe fifty years. But Giannis is a problem defensively and offensively because once he puts his head down and head to the basket, who's going to stop him? Like they're like they don't have no answer. For him, uh, going to be harder. You know, so, um, so yeah, so so I can still see Milwaukee coming out of the East. I don't think it's a shoe in that Nets are going to uh, win the East that easy. I can't believe the, the Nets Bucks know who they are like that. Well, they haven't had a chance because uh, old Kyrie, they got to figure all that right. out. But yeah. the Bucks kept like their whole team together. That's unusual in this day and age. It's really unusual. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I like the Bucks. They're super athletic. I wouldn't want to play them in any series. Yeah. However, they definitely don't have the power, firepower to go bucket for bucket with the Warriors. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, no. Oh, yeah. And I hate to say it, Giannis isn't guarding Clay, and Giannis isn't guarding Steph. And those guys smoke everybody else in the league regularly. So, like everybody, um, man, I just don't see it. I just don't see yeah. it. Draymond's playing at the top of his game right now. Steph is out of his mind. Clay's been chomping at the bit to get, or champing the bit to get back for how long now? Yeah, almost a year and a half. Nineteen year and a half. Yeah. Like, I mean, they might let him shoot for the next month. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, he's pissed that he didn't make the, the top 70, I think it was. Uh, was top 75, 75? Yeah. yeah, top 75. So he's like, oh, no, I'm going to show y'all. <laughs> well, you got to be on the court. Yeah, he never even experienced the bubble. You got yeah. to be on the court consistently to make these teams. They're 29 to 7 right now. That's an awful nice start to the year. What's funny is nobody's talking about the Suns in their one game back. <laughs> no. Half game back, sorry. 
Jeez. Yeah. And we brought it up a couple of weeks ago that they were on like an 18 game winning streak and we're still a game behind the Warriors. Magic Round pays for the first pick. That's nice. Doesn't mean they're going to like uh, secure it or like make a good pick. Yeah. Oh, they're going to fuck it up, but it's just nice to know that we could yeah. have a shot at something. <laughs> we're going to draft someone from fucking Kazakhstan. Go play for us for three, four years and he's going to say, no, I'm going to stay here. And with the I'm number one pick, the, the Magic like, like Fran Vasquez. <laughs> again. Again, the rights are up, so we got him again. God damn it. Sign with us and retire. Fucking Magic. It sucks that they got pieces and none of them fit together. Yeah. Like trying to put like, two puzzles here. together at the same time, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. This will work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Use glue. It's like putting LeBron James and Russell Westbrook together on the same team. That'll work. Wait, no, no, the opposite will happen. You ever in a guy that whines about playing center? You're six eleven. Shut up and get in the middle. Yes, (laughs) six eleven, like two forty tall. Go dunk the ball. Could you imagine the why? He's like, no, man, I play outside. No, the fuck you don't. Get in the middle. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) No, man, I run point. The hell you do. Run point. Can you run faster than him? Right under the basket. Under the basket. (laughs) You're gonna go like twenty and twenty, dude. Just stand down there and shut up. That's it. I don't get it. He should be dominating this league from the post. He could kill this whole league right now. The only problem is the only problem should be Embiid. Yeah. Yep. And he should have an answer for him. You know what that answer is? Step out and take those jumpers you want to take. Yeah. Idiot. Exactly. Y'all be glad right. I'm not 6'11". Or if, if you were 6'11", yeah, you would not be doing this podcast. You, you'd be in the NBA. Godzilla, Godzilla and people. Just Godzilla. <laughs> they <you> call me <laughs> White Godzilla. That's what my name. Over here nuts on people's faces. Just, just, just fucking killing people. <laughs> White people. I would, I would do everything to be like Sean Kemp and Rick Mahorn. Uh, we need a jump shot. Fuck that. Dunk on you, throw you on the ground, and then say "fuck you" and then run down the end of the court. <laughs> <laughs> like Sean Kidding oh, but... people have his cross in their face, dude. They'd be complaining to the commissioner about me so quick, crying and shit. <laughs> I don't know how to take him. I don't know what he means. Exactly what he says. <laughs> Shocker, so, BJ. What did you mean when you said "suck my dick"? Well, exactly what I said. Exactly what I said. <laughs> Either get out of the way. Or <laughs> we're just I don't know. I don't know. I just don't understand six eleven guys talking about yeah, no, I play outside. <laughs> no, bro. We had a we had a guy that was six five at the Y. Six five at the Y center all day. In in Lake County. Oh yeah. In Orange County it's different. But in Lake County, six five center all day. You're playing center forward, that's that's what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't really play down there. And I was like, well, the guy guarding you is like 6'3", so you're playing down there. Just lean on him. <laughs> Just lean on him. All you got to do is make him tired. We'll deal with the rest. Shit, I remember back in, I think it was middle school or high school, I played basketball against George Davis, and they were like, hey, Adam, you're tall. Take George. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George is one of those guys too that should have been in the post the whole time, wanted to be out on the wing. Get your ass out the wing. Get, yep. get, go move a body. 
But once you piss him off, he'll put you in the post and there's nothing you can oh, yeah. do about it. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he got pissed one time. We were, we were playing, uh, uh, we were playing pickup basketball. He was getting pissed because, you know, you know, I was you know, shooting jumpers. So I'm like, oh, well, you gonna guard my head with shooting your face. So he was like, give me the ball. And man, he posts me up and I'm like, there's nothing I can do. And he's strong. And the thing is, and I tell, I tell George, I said, I don't think you really know how strong you are. Nah, no, man, people tell me all the time. No, and he's strong like, as hell, bro. Strong. Like, no, I don't. Think I also think, I think he's knocked a few people over in his day and kind of toned himself back a bit to play with other kids. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I think yeah. I th- <laughs> seriously, like, because if if George unleashed his potential in seventh grade, we'd all have some kind of like surgery by now. Yeah, yeah, someone's gonna die flag football with him or going up for a layup or something to get plastered on the curb. Like, no, I wouldn't have. No. Dodgeball. Oh, you ever play dodgeball? Were you in any of those gym classes? Yeah, I was in those. George oh, Davis. Yeah. With George Davis and Bubba and them rifling. You know, they could all yeah. pop the ball. Then. I, I told you, I was 120 Ooh. pounds in eighth grade. I barely made weight in seventh grade, 114, 15, whatever it was. <laughs> These guys, those balls in that gym, I'm telling you, man. Dude, Dude, I was going by Publix the other day, and they were selling the like the kickballs, and I could smell it from like the, from the car. <laughs> <laughs> Probably tasty. Got any closer? Dude, George, remember George used to throw the ball at the wall to give warning shots, like okay, this next one hits somebody in the face. Like he was just like, you hear pow, boom. Like, oh, I'll. I remember trying to catch him. That's all I could do because if there's only two options. It's dodge it, catch it, or get smashed. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes those dodge, balls dip, are duck, dodge, or dodge. Yeah. Sometimes those balls were not, uh, there was no dodging. It's there. You have to grab it. You yeah. better grab it. <laughs> I, I, I like dodgeball. I just don't think everybody should be forced to play. If you really don't want to play, go sit. That's fine. But That's we're right. going to play. <laughs> right. Right. It is that was not a, a game for the yeah, not at all. <laughs> it's, and it's not a game for people with like heavy ADHD. Like if you aren't paying attention, you better get the fuck off that floor because they will find you. They will find you staring at the rafters. You get beamed in the eye. Dude, so many people used to get like hit in the face, and I would hit Coach Sherrod. I remember saying, "No, nobody. I don't want nobody to get hit in the face, and we gonna stop." But he was sitting there laughing at people getting hit in the face. <laughs> what can you do? He did his part. He took care of all the legal, but he took care of all the legal aspects. All legal aspects. I do not want this to happen. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's probably waiting for certain kids to get it too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably get him. Probably rooting for it. Just get him. Get him. Now I, I will um, tell you this that uh, the other day I I told my five year old because he was getting on on me and back talks like I I want you to do twenty five genuine sit ups right now. Oh, he'll never get it. He'll never understand it until he sees a, a six foot four man say that to you. Six foot four, two hundred fifty pound man. Good afternoon, <laughs> Mr. Thomas. You did not dress out. I'm gonna need you to come down and give me a crab walk. <laughs> One time he told me because I was. I forgot uh, the girl they all talked to. He was like, oh, 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 I see. So you're going to be late to my gym class because you want to be Magic Don one. You want to be the Mac Daddy. You're going to Mac Daddy 50 crab legs. That's what you're going to do. Anybody else? And I'm just like, man, all right, man. Man, whatever, man. And he's like, excuse me? 
<laughs> I couldn't believe he drove a Saab and it didn't lean to one side. I know. <laughs> like, I mean, he got in and it didn't lean. I was like, that's a solid car. Yeah, there are some people that are just destined for their professions. He was destined to be a middle oh, school yeah. PE teacher. And oh, yeah. one of my favorite teachers. Didn't yeah. teach me shit. <laughs> he was just the most entertaining out of all of them. Because <laughs> oh, when the bullies when the bullies didn't dress out and you got to sit there and watch them just crab walk, like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, he was a solid football player too, man. Um, he played at Bethune-Cookman. They said that he was – uh, they, he played uh, offense and defense, if I'm not mistaken. I walked in to talk to him one day. I can't remember why I was there. I walk in the through the locker room in the back where you remember the weights were in Oak Park, mm-hmm. way in the back. Yeah. I in walk back, back yeah. there. He's military pressing like 170 pounds just behind his head. Yeah. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> holy crap. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even weigh that much yet. <laughs> Yeah, I was coach, man. Well, on that trip through memory lane, I think we'll call it there. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot.